2: Party, let's get down crazy Jimmy. We got myself to known as Alfredo wanna know, me the Turkish MC. Always love the close of Jimmy. your Jimmy Star new celebrity. take you out
3: to Jimmy Stars.
1: Hey, hello, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop, culture, and entertainment. We have a great show for you guys today. I'm super excited. Um, We have Desmond Child coming on, and he's one of the biggest songwriters in the history of music, uh, with over 300 million records sold, Uh, uh, so I'm super excited, and I think it's going to be great. And then we have comedian and actor Stavros Batras, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but he's coming on from Greece, actually, and he's a comedian, and uh, we're friends on Facebook, and, and I think it'll be a lot of fun to have something different on the show today. It'll be a little bit different than what we normally do, so it should be a lot of fun. Before we get started... Let me introduce my gorgeous, beautiful co-host, Mr. Oh, Ron Russell, who's right. looking very festive in his Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving wear.
4: This looks like the fabric that the old ladies used to have. Grandmothers used to wear house dresses with this design. That's what I feel like, an old lady. Look, doesn't it look like an old house dress from the 1950s? Anyway, we're in a white wall. It looks like a police lineup. Look, profile. Look. What This is a the room that we have. It's empty. There's no flooring. We're waiting for the carpeting people to come right after the show is over. They come in to put the new carpeting. This room has been painted, ceiling walls. So it's brand new. And the furniture goes back in and everything is back to normal. Uh, I'm happy that they are doing this before Thanksgiving because I thought possibly, you know, we have a mess here. Furniture all over. All over the house. It's a mess. <laughs> so, you know, we already kept Thanksgiving for the children and I and Jimmy, because we didn't invite anybody because the house is disaster. But now the house will be beautiful.
1: Because we have two rooms, you guys. So we're painting mm-hmm. this weekend, and now they're going to get carpeted. So all the furniture from two rooms is in the hallway, in the living room, in the dining room. It's all over the place. So... So uh, anyway, we're very excited to get the new carpeting to put in. Uh, I want to say hey to everybody in the chat room that's starting to join But
4: us. it looks weird with the white wall with no pictures <laughs> or our Hollywood <laughs> sign is not there. <laughs> anyway, with my old lady house dress, with my granny. Actually, they say we look very festive. Cindy no. Lady Lake is <laughs> in the
1: chat room. Happy Thanksgiving. Cindy Stefan Bell's in the chat room. Happy Thanksgiving. Hello. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who's tuning in today because tomorrow's Thanksgiving. So I hope everyone has a great place to go and get started. Uh, and we were I'm just talking family.
4: with our engineer. And I said, you know, I really don't like the meal on Thanksgiving because I hate the idea that we've killed an animal and we're eating a bird which is sad because if you see turkeys, they're really cute. And to think that yesterday or the last week they were alive, and now we've killed them to eat them, which is pretty sad. But I like the stuffing, and I like the uh, marshmallow sweet potatoes, salad, I like the salad course. So I really don't eat the turkey that much. I mean, I'll never eat the skin because that's really barbaric. Um,
1: I eat it. I don't eat the skin, but i like
4: it. I, I eat around the turkey. There's lots of stuff to eat around. And I love, of course, the apple pie coming out of the oven, hot and juicy, that I like with coffee.
1: And Ron's daughter makes the best things. They're called corn fritters. Yeah. And they're like so good. It's my favorite thing.
4: Chocolate mousse that I love. And Leslie makes the best chocolate mousse oh, ever. I thought
1: that was Christmas.
4: What does it matter, Christmas or Thanksgiving? Oh, I
1: don't know, but I don't think we're going to have chocolate mousse tomorrow. We don't have that till Christmas, I think.
4: Oh, all right.
1: <laughs> Apple pie for sure,
4: though. <laughs> anyway, I'm still not getting over this COVID crap.
0: Not, uh,
4: I'm using the word. I don't. No, know. no, we'll get cut off. Don't, don't use the word. The, show communism, the communism. Anyway, communism, Also, like You know, we, hi, you hi, know,
1: we, didn't, you know we didn't get any views last week either. Like, like, we not get any What do you mean? Our show was not as popular last week as it normally is because our our audience is an entertainment audience. Yeah, so what?
4: So, so it was that we had entertainment
1: on. I know, but uh, we had entertainment on. But I don't think that they do as well when we don't talk about entertainment things.
4: Well, I mean, the, our guest was very political. I know. Uh, tell him to shut up.
1: What's you guys? I got his doll. I got his action figure from licensed to. And, he's, and a nice, he's
4: the nicest guy nicest in the guy world. Nicest guy ever. Jesus, he's a sweetheart of a guy. And I wasn't going to cut him off. Listen, you know, Susan Sarandon just got thrown out of the business practically Mm -hmm. because of her supporting the Hamas and going against Israel. So if these people can voice their opinion and spread the hate the Jews around, we have people on here that defend the Jews. Not everything has to be the way Biden wants it or Democrats want it. There's another thing called Republicans, and there's people middle road that have opinions middle road. Everyone has an opinion, and everyone has the right to their opinion and to voice their opinion in our country where, it, where we are built on freedom of speech. Yes. So therefore, I am still suffering from COVID, but getting better.
1: Okay, but well, please don't mention it again. This, it's for, don't
4: tell me not me. to mention it, because that's censorship, and that's okay, but That's what we have here. I don't want you to do it. <laughs> I don't want it's not your place to tell me what to do or not to do. I know, but I it is not, it is not. I don't care. I care. I'll I'll walk off the show right now. I'll walk, I never come back. Well, I I don't want to have a problem. I could walk off the show anyway. We're gonna get off. You think I need this? I make so much money.
1: I know, but let's go, let's make it happy now because we've got a really big. He doesn't
4: even pay me for 19 (laughs) years. I've worked for free, not 19, 14 years, whatever many fucking years it is, 10. I work for free. Who, who out there would work for free for 10 years?
1: They would love to be on this show. Everybody well, would they love
4: to I'll gladly leave and let them handle it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we've got to fight to save freedom of speech. We have to. It's, it's who we are. We don't want to become like those other countries that they're afraid to do anything because the government's watching them and will punish them. God forbid I ever lived under communist rule. I'd moved to Italy
1: if it happens it's happening everywhere no but i've moved to italy okay so talk about
4: something fun i can't i don't feel good oh that's not good well, what am i going to do i'm a human being and i'm an actor and i don't feel good sometimes actors don't feel good you can't be up oh i'm all up, up and happy when you don't feel good when you're suffering from a virus
1: there you go that's fine so what's up, B Claudia just joined us from Germany. Hello, B. I know you're excited for today. Hey,
4: thank you for that nice thing you wrote on my Facebook page. That was very sweet of you.
1: Absolutely, you're great, B. And um, uh, like I said, I know B's excited about our guest, at least our first guest, because she knows who. Yeah. B is.
4: So I don't have to be demented, outrageous, insane, and wild because our guest is a very high-end guy. So we're going to make it sophisticated. And if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. I can't tell you what to do or not to do. <laughs> Turn us off. Do I? Actually, think? our sophisticated shows are doing good. Meanwhile, my nose is running. I have snots falling all over. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! So we oh want to
1: thank everybody for tuning in uh, to the show this week. I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, we want to give a shout. You know, out. they
4: wanted to take Thanksgiving away. The crazy woke people. They said because we enslaved the Indians. I mean, they're out of their minds. Thanksgiving is about giving thanks for where we live, what we have, our freedom of speech, and our freedoms. We have to say tomorrow, thank you, destiny, God, Lord, Jesus, uh, Jehovah, whatever, whoever, whoever you believe in. We have to say thank you for what we've got. Say thank you for breathing. You know how many people are dead? People are go to the cemetery and ask anybody in the grave, "Would you like to be alive, breathing?" And everybody that's dead in that cemetery,
1: so thank you for everything. Will say got. yes.
4: So we have to be thankful for what we've got, no matter how small it is, no matter how problematic it is. Be thankful because you see, you hear, and you're walking and you're talking, and you're going to eat an animal tomorrow, a bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, you
1: guys. We want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. Um, You can also get us live, obviously, on on YouTube, on the W4CY TV channel. And uh, that's where we are now. And then we'll go into syndication. It'll be a lot of fun. Um so we want to thank everybody for tuning in because I think we're we're, we're coming up on almost 1.2 billion streams.
4: I never why didn't people view this? Were what are they nervous? They, they don't want to hear what's going on. You know, people have there are some intelligent people out there who know what's going on in this country and they're voicing it. America is starting to wake up if you notice. Just because you're a democrat it doesn't mean you have to approve of Biden. As I've said before, I know many Republicans who do not like Trump. So just because you're a Republican or a Democrat doesn't mean you have to admire or love or respect or think they're fabulous the people that you've elected in or others have elected. That's true. You know, Democrats are are lovely people. I know so many Democrats that are the nicest people in the world. And I know Republicans that are nice people also so there's no such thing as bad republicans or bad democrats they're bad people. people they're americans they're our neighbors they're the people we work for and with <laughs> so you ready right now, i'm not done with my speech they fly oh. our airplanes they are in the hospitals making us better operating on us they, we don't ask the doctor are you a republican or a democrat when he's about to do open heart surgery we just say, Doc, thank you so much. You did a good job, and I'm alive. So people, stop with this crap, hating and boycotting. Let's go back to being like we used to be. Live and let live. Let everybody do their thing. If it floats your boat, do it. I mean, I'm so sick of this restriction shit. So
1: we want to thank B.B. B. Claudia saying She's grateful for all of us on Thanksgiving.
4: Be grateful so for your a- son, a- that he's <laughs> a well, and he's with you. And those are the things, because you know what? Life is short. No, not life. Israel right now, people are dying. They're not eating Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. They don't have food. They're, they're lucky they're breathing that they didn't get a bullet in their head. So let's all be thankful that we're here in America, safe and sound, and that we don't have bombs flying over our heads and we don't see people being massacred. Be grateful, everyone, please. You ready? I'm ready now. My speech is over. All
1: right. So, you guys, I'm super, super duper excited about this guest. Um,
4: Jimmy told me about him.
1: I I am so excited about him. Uh, I've been a big fan for a very long time. He's a superstar in the world of music. Let's go ahead and bring him on, everybody. Bring him on, Juan. Hey. Hello. Hey. How
4: are you doing? Oh, my God. We know who we are. You just freaked. You freak me out. You look like my friend in New York, Ike. Is that <laughs> that Ike stubble? You a little have, bit, except twin for- brother Ike. Ike really? Is, Ike is, is an actor. What does he do? He's a comedian. He's a comedian. <laughs> and oh, anyway, oh, hold on. You look
1: like he's I want to make sure I can hear him. So say something. Let's make sure we can hear. Him. Then I'm going to do an intro for you. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I'm super so, excited. So, can we tell right, you? No, wait a, a, a second. So. I want to do an intro. Oh, this boy. is a big show. This show is going to get 20 million plays. I'm telling you, this guy is this guy is so awesome. All right, everybody, and now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell. Rained is one of the most successful creative forces in music for the last 40 years with over 80 top 10, 40 singles. His songs have sold over 300 million albums. Desmond Child, hello, everyone. So
4: excited! So big deal. Can you cook? I don't. I uh, don't. don't. See, so you're not such a big deal because you can't cook. So what? No, so you wrote about a million fabulous songs, and you're so popular and famous and rich. Who cares? Can you make a nice pasta?
5: <laughs> I can. I can. If I'm really hungry, I can do it, and no one's around to do it for me. So
1: I want to like, I'm going to start this off. Oh, yeah, I eat anything because I'm like, (laughs) I eat terrible. But so first of all, I went to school at University of Florida. I know you're from Gainesville. I I believe at least that you're from Gainesville, Florida. One of my favorite places. And I I know that you've written all these great songs for everybody. And you have a new book that we're going to talk about in a minute. But I... Originally found out about who you were because I bought Discipline back in the day. I didn't have any idea who you were. I only bought it for the album cover because you were so gorgeous on the album cover with the long hair and everything hanging out. You're such a fan. And uh, (laughs) and so, so I bought the album. And I want to tell you that that uh, I think, and and this is my own personal opinion, but uh, I have a thing about ballads. You know, like because you know you you can auto tune. Uh, a dance song. You can auto tune a lot of things, but you really can't auto tune a a, a ballad. You have to actually be able to sing. And I think that the story of my life is in the top five greatest ballads that have ever been recorded in history. And I have 25,000 songs on my iPod. Um, Speed it up. No, just no. This is me. This is for me now. This is my conversation now. So I think it's one of the greatest songs ever. I think the album is terrific. It had three songs that I love to death on it. Actually, everybody wants to know what I want to know because this I is my know, favorite. Picture, I am getting to the point. I'm telling them, I think it's the greatest freaking like We're married. I think it's the greatest love song, ballad song first that's screen. ever been written in history. And I just want to like say something about the song a little bit for people because everybody in the town agrees with me.
5: Well, I co-wrote it with Diane Warren. And well what's the song? You're <laughs> the story of my life. It's called You're <laughs> the Story of My Life. And uh it is one of my favorite songs. And um you know, I, I'm surprised it hasn't been cut by other people because it I is a so. really great song. I am too. Oh,
1: that's funny. I mean, we'll so- send it to me. I'll do it. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I think it's one of the greatest you have. I think on on that the album, story of uh, my life. Love, on the, Love on the Rooftops and I Don't Want to Be Your Friend. Those three I listen to all the time. Like even coming on the show because I just like those songs a lot. Did you
4: kiss the album cover?
1: No. No, I didn't buy it because I like. I only like older guys. So when you put that out, man, you would not have been okay. My husband then was fifty three, and I was like twenty something. Uh, that's
4: not me. That's, <laughs> that's a different one. That's the one before me. <laughs> yeah. The one that he dumped for me.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: But so, in the, real quick. So we have a, a bunch of people joining
1: us in the chat room, and we have one fan slash friend, and her name is B Claudia. She's from Germany. And she's super excited because she loves all of our musical guests. And she was sending me messages all week. And she made the beautiful promos for us. So just say hi to Be Claudia, so she can.
4: Hi, how are you, Be? How are you doing? <laughs> now, let's get to know you. Where are you
5: from? Well, I was born in Gainesville, Florida, and then uh, after my parents separated, we moved down to Miami, where all my relatives started because my mother was Cuban. And so, um, you know, we lived in the projects of Liberty City in Florida, and uh, my mom was a songwriter and a poet, and she worked at Burger King, and we ate soggy whoppers for dinner. And um, I just made—I just put in my mind that I was going to make it big so I could take care of my mom, and it came to be. Good for you. Are you, beautiful. Are you Jewish? No, I'm not Jewish, but I have a, a lot of Jewish... Uh, friends and relatives, also. Right, yes.
0: of course, of course
5: I uh, In Israel, yes. Of course. You uh, actually live in Nashville now, right? In Nashville. Yes, my husband and I live in Nashville. Our, our kids grew up and they're living in New York. Twin sons, Roman and Nero. Back it up,
4: Desmond. Back it up. You have kids grown up and living in New York? Yeah. How old are your kids? Shut up, they're 21. They're 21. In I got fact,
5: uh, you there's, look great. You there's look a documentary. Good. There's a documentary about the making of our family called 2 TWO, the story of Roman and Nero and Y R O. Well we allowed
1: to tell people how old you are? Because I
5: I looked it up. Yeah, I just turned 70.
4: Oh my God. <laughs> You know what? You and I have to be like spokespersons. I'm 83 and you're 70. We do not look it. You don't look 70. Say I don't look 82. I've got to punch you in the face.
5: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 70 70 is the new 70.
4: That's right. Right. And (laughs) 83 is the new 50. (laughs) I
5: like (laughs) it. So um, I managed to graduate from uh, NYU, where my sons are graduating this year, and I had a group called Desmond Child and Rouge, and I sang with three girls in the cabarets of New York, including Reno Sweeney, the legendary Reno Sweeney, where we got signed to Capitol Records and we made two albums there in 1979. We even became the musical guests on Saturday Night Live.
1: Big deal. That was a big deal.
5: And the girls I sang with uh, were with Gilda Radner on Broadway. Remember uh, Live from New York? Uh, Gilda Live from New York? They were the foils. They sang backups and they did um, all this kind of comedy sketching. And then um, one of the girls in the group was my girlfriend for four years. And we formed the group together. And that's when I discovered I was more gay than I was bi. And so we couldn't stay together. And so...
1: Okay, then okay, bye. Because I read that, I saw, I read that, that like you, uh, I think your second album or se- in there like a song or something on the second album you guys did that was like your coming out song?
5: Yeah, but nobody, nobody cared. It's called <laughs> The truth. It was tr- The Truth Comes Out. And um, where I pretty much lay it out on, on the line. But, you know, at that time, we didn't have a record company that actually understood us yes. or, or cared. And it was also the death of disco that year. I love disco. disco. And these, uh, you know, kind of uh, proud um, guys, (laughs) I I wouldn't call them boys, Uh, they um, decided to burn all the disco records because uh, gay
4: people love disco. So then music... Hang on, hang on, redo that. They burned... All the records, for what reason? Because gay people like disco and... They, and who the fuck did this? <laughs> these
5: Midwestern guys out of Chicago, and that was the end of disco. Like, there's a whole movie about it, uh, by the B- about the Bee Gees called How Do You Mend a Broken Heart. In 1979 was the cutoff. Of all the fun. Well, who were had- uh, these guys in Chicago? Wise guys? There were some DJs. Wise, you know, they were real tough guys, and all they cared about was rock. So the whole shift of music went rock. And so in order to survive, I went with it. And I co-wrote a big song with Kiss that year uh, called I Was Made for Loving You. You know that one?
1: I I know every uh, – Almost everybody that you've worked with, uh, like I've owned albums from, I even have like 24-inch Kiss uh, dolls, and each one sings a different song. Each one sings a different song are, are they, song uh, I was 12.
5: Are they anatomically correct?
1: Um, well, not. I don't I've never told, pulled the pants off of them, so I'm not sure. sure. But okay. they have bulges.
0: <laughs> I <remember laughs> but I think it's
1: freaking... I collect like dolls and action figures and stuff, so I've got tons of them. But those are one of my prized possessions because they're worth a lot of money and they're like two feet tall. Each one of them has their own little mountain that they stand on. But
4: you know what? Been, disco never went away. It changed. It became club because if you listen yeah, to the yeah, beat, it, yeah, it became dance music it. and all let's, that. Let's do the club beat. Boom, 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 boom. That's a disco dance beat. I'm a dancer. Right. So I know. If you dance disco, you dance club. They just changed it. So fuck the ones that decided to
5: burn. Radio, radio yes. not play um our kind of music. Yes. So so then it, the, the world became, you know, all hard rock. Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, you know, and all of that. We're We're all, uh, I rolled the wave of that with, you know, big songs with Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer.
4: I knew bon Jovi. Hmm? I knew him. Isn't that the one, the little blonde kid? Bon Jovi, the blonde kid. He, yeah. was, he would have been a blonde kid back yeah, then. I, yeah. I knew his mother very well.
5: <laughs> yeah, she was a Playboy bunny. We a
1: beautiful, uh, beautiful mother. He has a cousin who I think his is his mother was gorgeous. He has a cousin who's estranged who I think is a music producer and it was in, in Florida.
4: His mother you know, was having an affair with, with my friend who was married. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so wait, was Kiss so he's your very dead, first he's
1: dead now? So he's not dead. Oh your friend no, is No, my friend. Okay. Oh, okay. So wait, was so was Kiss the very first super like big huge hit you had was with Kiss?
5: Yes. And my group, Desmond Child and Rouge, had a, a dance hit called Our Love is Insane that was yes. popular on the dance charts. We still, you know, we if you go to Desmond Child and Rouge, on, you know, at Desmond Child and Rouge on Instagram, you will find Desmond Child and Rouge there kind of frozen in time. There's not one picture after 1979. But we still go, we're still making music, and right now we're doing... An album of a tribute album to Laura Nero. Sure. My,
0: Laura Nero, that's
1: Laura. awesome.
5: Laura Nero. Yeah, and my son's name is Nero.
1: Okay. One uh, of them's uh, Roman and one of them's Nero. I follow you on Instagram, so it used to be able. They used they used to be on there with you more often.
5: <laughs> yeah, but then we got a um, head of, head of uh, promotion or whatever. Uh, head of content and everything and. And uh, she said, no, nah, nobody cares about your kids. Stop putting them on the, on one. So,
1: oh, I liked it because it would kind of like showed your whole like life, you know, and I thought it was kind of That's cool. What That's I mean,
5: what mentioned. I said. I'm proud of my, our, our LGBT family. I and thought it
0: was terrific.
5: So are, you, are your sons going into music also? They're going into law. Looks uh, like they're going into law. So uh, may, maybe entertainment law. So Yesterday Nero found out that he got hired to be a paralegal at this big firm in New York. And, um, you know, that's like big deal, very big deal. Uh And, you know, so they'll both be lawyers and either they'll really defend me or they'll sue me. Uh (laughs) So I want to do some
1: bragging for you real quick, just for people who are tuning in, if anybody didn't know who you were. Um, so you guys, here's some of the people that, uh, some of the people, there's so many of them, it's not, you're, you know that you got like one of the biggest Wikipedia pages ever, it's like 50 pages long. But here's people, everybody will know of songs that that uh, Desmond Child has worked on, you guys. So we'll start off with Aerosmith, Dude Looks Like a Lady, David Archuleta, Clay Aiken, Motion, Sebastian Bach, we met him at a party recently, Jimmy Barnes, Michael Bolton, which I love Michael Bolton, Bon Jovi, Boy Zone, Cher, Chicago, Kelly Clarkson, Alice Cooper, D-Side. I don't know if anybody else knows D-Side, but I'm a huge boy band fan, so I love D-Side. Uh, Diane Piccardo, <laughs> Hillary Duff, Holland Oates, Selena Gomez, Ace Frehley, Hanson. I also love Weird. I love Hanson. NXS, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, the Jonas Brothers, Lindsay Lohan, Kiss, Ricky Martin, uh, Jesse McCartney. But, by the way, you guys, I think it's Ricky Martin's probably two biggest hits, Living La Vida Loca and She Bangs. Meatloaf, Vince Neil, O-Town, Play, Katy Perry, China Phillips, Rat. Dan Rimes, Roxette, Richie Sambora, Josh Stone, used to shop at my clothing store, Shakira, The Scorpions, Barbara Streisand, Bonnie Tyler, Carrie Underwood, John Waite, Bobby Williams, Ace Young, Zed, and... Why not just say everybody? Almost every major hit in the, in the planet. Which <laughs> I, I have it. a
5: new one. I have a new one out. Dolly Parton. Oh, that's Recorded my song uh, first time, uh, I Hate Myself for Loving You, and it's a duet with my co-writer, Joan Jett.
1: There you well, go. I'm, that's awesome. That's got to be a big it's on
5: event. her new album called Rockstar. So oh, I'm very, very excited about that. Yeah, you should Did do. you ever that's do anything with for Lita Ford? Did you ever do anything
4: with Lita no, Ford? I
5: no, never, I never got into the Leader Ford business.
4: Oh, um, okay. Did you ever do anything with Johnny Mantis?
5: No, I've been dying to. And my my uh, friend, Jay Landers, executive produced his albums. And uh, he didn't get me in there. And he's the one I work with, with Barbara Streisand.
4: That's and his Ron's favorite, Ron's favorite. I've met Johnny, Johnny about, about three or four times, and I've been in his company. He is the nicest guy you ever will meet in our business. He love is him. absolutely love a sweetheart. You will love him. Two minutes with him, you'll love him.
5: And I haven't, you know,
4: it's like, I guess I,
5: you know, <laughs> there's only so many... You know, hours in the day, I guess. But I'm a I'm a hard worker. I work through the weekends. I don't care if Diane Warren is at her office, the lights are on. I better be. It, I, I, <laughs> I, think,
4: I think Johnny mantis would be thrilled to sing your music. I think so too. <clears throat> she was but he just made a beautiful
5: album, and <laughs> I didn't get on it. Do you have to pitch yourself? You don't
1: really have to pitch yourself, right? Oh, yeah, you are.
5: Fuck yeah. Yes. I'm constantly, you know, uh, pitching songs and, um, you know, I have, um, you know, a song on a new art- new artist. Well, she's not so new, but she was a child star. She's only 20 years old and her name is Jojo Siwa. Yeah, I know who she is. And this was a song that we had written for Miley Cyrus many years ago. And Miley came in kind of half-heartedly sang it. And so she never put it on a record. So then we pitched it to Jojo Siwa. And turns out, you know, Miley considers herself a co-writer on this song. So her name will be on the song. And that's coming out uh very soon. You know, that song is called Karma's a Bitch. What is like it? A
1: karma's a bitch. <laughs> I actually like Miley Cyrus a lot. I actually like I, I like Actually, I like Miley Cyrus a really lot. JoJo, I, I don't know that, many of, that much of her music.
5: Um, well, she, she's going to be huge. She's an incredible dancer. She was yeah. on Dancing with the Stars. She danced with a woman. She's a, um, a lesbian. She's out. And she's just absolutely gorgeous. You know, she's got the most beautiful face and blue eyes and smile. And
0: she's also
1: huge in social media. Like, I I always follow all the people who are really, really big. What's your opinion
4: about all the gay people coming out and uh, guys dancing with guys? And like you said, girls with girls. Do you think the world accepts it truly, or are they just making believe because it's a thing that's in? Do you think they still harbor their hatred for gay people? Well, Uh, yes. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I find that we still look at Jimmy and I as odd, the odd couple. We're, we're not really accepted as a couple. We're accepted as some kind of, uh, what are we accepted? as? just kind of like fucked up, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it, it's not, listen, I was married for 16 years to a woman. So I know what it's like to be a husband and have a wife. And I know what it was like to have two children and to live on Long Island in a straight community and how to be accepted. Now, being married to a man, I don't find that at all the same. No, it's not. not. Have you been watching
5: fellow travelers? (laughs) No, No. we went to the pre- That's the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Matt Bomer is just killing it in that show. And they're they're in the McCarthy period, the Lavender Scare, and they go back and forth between 1986 when AIDS was at its height, and back the back and the forth, and the way that people had to like hide their who they were and everything. It's heart wrenching. But there's the relationship between him and Jamie, uh, the guy from uh, Bridgerton. Yeah, oh my Bridgerton. God. that's like the sexiest sex scenes I've. Ever seen in you know other than well, actually, yes, when you were 18, were you out? Well, I was to my friends and everything, but then I went back. Did you go to gay
4: bars and hang out? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, in Miami, yeah, what it was like. I remember I'm 83, so let's go back to 1955. Okay, being gay was. You just didn't say it. You hit it with all your might. You did. You you brought home girlfriends who were lesbians, who make believe they was were, you were straight. You couldn't. That's you couldn't tell your boss you were gay unless you're a hairdresser. <laughs> no, you That's couldn't. what fellow Travelers is all
5: about. It's unbelievably well done. We,
1: we actually got invited to the premiere for that, so we went, went to the we premiere party, the party premiere. for that in LA because we're in Palm Springs, California. But
5: we oh, we just we just bought a house in Palm Springs. We built one. Oh, good for you! You know where, where, where Asina is? Yes, we live in the airport. That's we live in there. Oh, cool! Where does he live? By the airport. East Asina.
4: Asina. Don't say it. People will come and bust your We <laughs> you Keep it a secret. Yeah, right we know where it is.
1: We drive by it like all the time because you you're, have to. You're, drive. You're
4: not even
5: ten minutes from where. Wait a second. Have you been to the Paul Bar? Paul. No. Paul Bar. No. That's Oh my God, it's the best restaurant. It's right near Asina. And this guy, Paul, has this little hole in the wall in a strip joint mall, right? And you go there, there's lines to get in. And he's only open like Wednesday through Sunday. And it's the best food ever. And you walk in, you feel like you're in New York. And it's like this big, like, oh, it's just so good. It's I know. Awesome. It's we called. Go uh, out that it's Palm Springs. We go know? out there. We go to a lot. Paul Bar, P.S. Just okay.
4: Like his, um, we'll right. look at it and see. Okay, so, um, so I have a question. So, wait a minute. Are you do you know about Palm Springs? Do you know anything about it? Well,
5: yeah, I've been coming for years, and now we finally our friends all move there, right. you know, this kind of gay wave, uh, you know, you to know, get
4: out of here. in the summer.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. We went there in August to start moving our stuff in. It was hot, but I, care. You know, I, care. I don't care. And the sand is all over me. What do I care? It's hot as I love hot. I don't I do. care. But the sand is all I over the t- I'm turned into this little old man that's cold all the time. So. Oh.
4: He's like that, too. Oh, I'm always. <laughs> he's always cold. When it's 120, everybody's dropping dead, and I'm walking around comfortable. <laughs> Okay, so like right now it's freezing here. It was 62 last night. I was 53 this morning when I had got to out. put heat on in in Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah <laughs> broke my balls off.
5: Cold.
4: <laughs> Very cold. This
1: is Astro. Say hi to Astro.
4: <laughs> even, <laughs> even Astro, who sleeps in bed with us, he went under the covers. All
1: right, so let's t- let's tell everybody. So, you have a brand new book, it just came out. It's called Living on a Prayer Big Songs, Big Life. Tell us what do we expect from the book, and um,
5: well, uh, I. It took seven years to write it and, um, you know, a whole lifetime to live it. And basically, it became like a seven-year jailhouse confession. So, real reckoning because my co-writer, David Ritz, um, he just got the truth out of me in every direction and I just went with the flow because I wanted my sons to someday open the book and read it and get to know me i may not be around then but um i don't want to just be daddy with the open check checkbook you know I've
1: read i read that someplace online i read that you had said that someplace online i was going to bring that up so you brought it up you, you i love the way have you have like no secrets like everything is an open book is a very cool thing yeah that his and, whole life, because I've read all kinds of stuff. Like you weren't you? You were in a cult for a while because you didn't yeah. have a lot of confidence in yourself. You got yourself out of it. Um What kind of cult?
5: It was like a mind control cult. You know, it's it was very small though. There was one guy, and he really had a grip on us. You know, like he was awful.
4: I wonder if people got hooked on that. He,
5: he was like, you know, had these kind of. He was from Texas and had a little bit that swag and. He, he he had these blue eyes and like Jesus kind of feeling around him a very clean cut though we all had to look exactly like him it was terrible it was terrible <laughs> diminishing experience I to go fuck himself real quick. <laughs> well he's dead now i have I can't say
0: how old were
1: you how old were you when that happened
5: I was in my um late 20s into my you know early 30s and then when I got out of it after four years and I lost like so much money to it um I met my husband Curtis and he's the one that saved me and you know
0: how long have you and Curtis
1: been together
5: oh yeah. 30, uh, 33 years uh he, he was uh you know imagine Brad Pitt but better looking that's awesome and he had the blonde hair you know down the side and he was a major D at a restaurant and I went by the restaurant it, it was called Coastal on Amsterdam, New York, behind Beacon Thea- uh, Theater. Where, where?
1: Beacon Theater in New York.
5: Behind the Beacon? What year? This is 1989. I, don't I think I might have been this. Okay. And I I, I, by and I, saw him in the window. I said, I want one of those. And so um, I, w- I went in and tried to get in. And he, like, shooed us away. I came back with my assistant the next night. And uh, we got in there early and sat down. And and you know, I told my assistant, tell him to come sit sit with us. Is my assistant Michael. <laughs> and um, you know, they were like chatting away. And then the next day, I had Michael call him uh, to go on a date, with me. Um, and uh,
1: um, you had your assistant call him. Yeah,
5: I was too shy. <laughs> I would have re- 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 told you to go screw yourself. <laughs> Hey, he fell for it, and uh, we've been together ever since, so.
1: That's beautiful, though, that's, 33 that's years, right. 30, that's a long time, you know, to be, I, 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 I
4: was together for 46 years with my first husband, but he passed away from pancreatic cancer when he, when he was 60. And then this one picked me up in the mall like I was of the tramp, <laughs> and treated me like I was some kind of tramp. And I just looked at him, and I did. He said to me, you're the most gorgeous man in the mall. I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I did. And then he followed me around and my friends from Brooklyn were down in Florida at the time. This was in Florida. So I called one of my friends up. I said, I think I got some nut following me. Yeah. To see what he looked like. He was a rocker. He had 50 earrings, long hair, ripped jeans with his underwear showing, turned up shoes like Aladdin, some kind of a weird shirt that he designed because he was designing. I was a clothing designer for many years. And And I thought he was crazy. Just and first of all, I got mad. Like, what made him think I was gay that he come up to me? You know, what if I was a straight guy, and I punch him in the face? <laughs> so it began. I was a
1: clothing. I was a clothing designer for many years, and I dressed all kinds of like cool, like rock, you know, types of people. You were freaky. Stephen looking. Tyler shopped in my store. You know, Pink, all kinds of people style. shopped in my store.
4: I didn't like him, and he kept pursuing me and pursuing me for, for, for always. Like Where was
1: it.
5: your store, Jimmy?
1: It was in Port
0: Lauderdale. I, I,
1: I was born in Miami, and I uh, lived in Port Lauderdale for or South Florida for like 48
5: yeah. years. I, I, I went to uh, Nautilus and Beach High.
1: Yes. Okay. We met in town center. I met Boca. him in the Boca Malls where I tried the to Boca. pick him up in the Boca Mall uh, back in the day. You didn't pick me up. You tried I, I tried to, to pick, pick you up in the Boca Mall. Anyway, so hold on. So first of all, you guys, the name of the book. Is living on a prayer, big songs, big life. I think that if you go to desmondchild.com, and I'm guessing here that you can get an autograph copy, right? If you want an autograph copy.
5: Yeah, I think uh if yeah, you can also get go to my link on Instagram, desmond.child, and you can hook up with, you know, autograph, not autograph, whatever you want. We got it. And uh, hopefully in a few months I'll have an audio book too.
4: Uh
5: Right, uh, doing the audiobook is harder than writing the book.
4: Yes, I know. I saw so I, I I still can't believe you're 70. Yeah. But then I, you're all hidden. The beard oh, hides you, the glasses, and that He's
1: all tatted up.
4: <laughs> what is that? Do you have
1: hair
5: still or you don't have hair? Well, I got it clipped short, you know. Okay. It's, not, you look cool. all gone.
4: it's not all gone. No, I want to know what you look like. You look a little like Paul Mitchell. <laughs> Oh, okay. this way if, Very I, good. if I see you with the street, I could say hello. <laughs> now I know what you look like. So you guys you want you know, to follow down to me. You want you want to run into each other. Follow Desmond, you guys on
1: Instagram. It's desmond.child. His website is desmondchild.com. His Twitter is at Desmond Child. Um, uh so out of all the people that is there anybody that, uh let, let's see if you could have written a song for anybody in history that you haven't written one for since there's like 500 people on your list well,
5: alive or dead alive or dead
1: uh, give me an alive and a dead who would you have liked to have written a song for
5: george michael oh, who i met in a shower at the <laughs> beverly hot springs <laughs> yep It was just a. She got around that queen. That queen got (laughs) uh, around. I walked into that shower and I saw like this guy bending over to get the soap, and I never saw a hairier butt. I gotta say. (laughs) And all of a sudden, like he stands up and he and he looks at me, and I go hello, and he goes hello. You know, kind of like, like don't talk to me. Oh, and I said, well, I'm Desmond Child. Oh, Desmond Child. So we went back and forth to the soaking tub, and back and forth, back and forth. But a funny one was my friend Michael had met him in that same place in the steam room, and so uh, you know Michael was in there, and then you know George went in there, and uh, you know with the towel on, and then kind of giving him the look, you know, kind of like whatever, you know, all those signs like maybe something could happen and so um um and so you know george says my name's george and then my friend michael says michael he goes i know my own last name (laughs) my name is michael you know it was like so pretentious
4: right (laughs) <laughs> he has to see beyond himself. I peed next, or actually, I was peeing in the Beverly Hills Hotel, and Warren Beatty came and peed right next to me, and I never looked. So every queen I know said, and you didn't look? What's wrong with you? I said, I wouldn't look. I wouldn't do that. But I should have looked. I so would have look. I I I looked. Looked. You know? looked. I would have looked, yeah. You know, I just felt that, no, I didn't do that. The bathroom Actually, a
1: private place. we were at a movie. We were at a movie premiere in in uh, oh, Hollywood, I and um, I don't know if you know who Richard Gere is. I was a huge Booker fan back in the day, and Richard Gere was peeing, and Ron went up next to him. And no,
4: no, no, no. I was peeing. He came next to me and started okay. peeing, and I said to him, "Hi, Rich. Do you want to be on our TV show?" And I was plugging the whole show while we were peeing, and he thought I was totally crazy. But I did have it. He thought I was trying to pick him up. Well, we did have, we became really good friends. He's yeah. been on the show a million so times. So we laugh all the time about it. I, I, did my P partner, I said, you really thought I was trying to pick you up? What kind of approach would that be? If I were trying to pick you up, I would have looked and said, maybe, let's go. You know. <laughs> so wait a second, you, you gave me lucky. a, you gave me a, just <laughs> get out further. That's right. Well, I would have said, maybe if you're lucky.
1: You gave us a deceased who's someone who's still living that you would love to do a song with.
5: Oh my God. You can give I, me a say, uh, I can okay. say it really quick. Adele, absolutely. Smith, Sivan. Have you he's seen his new video? Yeah. Oh, oh my God! And the song is so good. Who was the second one? You said the, you said Adele, and then it cut off. Um, I said uh, Sam Smith. Okay, yeah, Desmond. What song did you do for sure? I, I did good. a few songs. Just like, Jesse, just, oh, just like just like james and also we all sleep alone great song and a bunch of other songs uh you know i was kind of doing a bunch the first two albums before, you know when she came back to music and i sent her a new song uh recently and she came back with i like it she still sings yes oh no, my no. god yes. She has a Christmas album that is so, so good. She has never sung better. She
4: just came out. I sang, I I did stand-up for years, nightclub stand-up for 46 years. I sang, I did drag. I was Jane Russell, very famous in New York, Ron Russell as Jane Russell. And now I can't sing anymore. At 83, my voice has changed. It's gotten husky and weird. Not sure. Better than, than voice. Ever,
5: better than ever. I don't know how she did it, but she sang. I I listened to this Christmas record. It was like, oh my god. I mean, she just like came to life in a way that she, you, know, maybe, maybe you know. Maybe they are doing it electrically, electronically. No. Uh uh-uh. oh. She really sang, and she has a lot of pride in it. You know that that she did. and I mean, she and she said, I don't know how all of a sudden I'm singing great now. I don't know why. You know, she just has no no reason for it. And it just, it was so good. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that I can, uh, you know, produce the song she said she liked for her next record.
4: You know what? I asked Johnny Mantis that. We were up at this um, golf club up in uh, Simi Valley. And it was at lunch, you know, at the, at the clubhouse. And I said to Johnny, I said, why is it your voice has changed very, very little? Which it has, very little. He said, because Ron, I never shouted. I sang. Janice Copeland today, if she were alive, probably would be. Because she never sang, she shouted. So I think that Cher, with that lovely husky voice, never shouted. She sang.
5: No, that's true. And one of the things she told me, I asked her, well, who's your greatest influence? She said, Elvis Presley. Wow. And so if you listen to the way she sings with this like a uh, kind of sound, yeah. it's really influenced by
4: Elvis. Isn't that cool? It is. You hear that.
5: So
1: wait, I have a question. What are some do you have what are some of your favorite songs or favorite artists that you did not write the songs for? And who uh, right. kind of was like an influence for you growing up when you're thinking, okay, I'm going to- How
4: about us. Peggy Lee? Her. How about Peggy Lee? Who's better than Peggy Lee? No one. And my my great
5: great friends, um, Lee Stoller, you know, wrote those songs for her. If that's all there is. Right. If that's all there is. If that's all there is. I mean, it's such a genius song. And it was part of a, a song cycle. And uh, that was that was one of the songs and it kind of like stood out, became a big hit for her.
4: One of my greatest disappointments in life. I was best friends with Jane Russell, you know, the movie actress, and she was best friends with Peggy Lee. And I'm driving with Jane on the freeway. And Jane said, oh, up that hill is where Peggy Lee lived. And I said, you knew Peggy Lee? She said, yes. I said, oh my God, Jane, I admit, I adore her. I, I, I might worship her. And Jane said, oh well, she probably would have liked you a lot too. I said, what do you mean? Like I could have met her? But Jane said, yeah, definitely. We were best friends, but she had passed away. So I just looked at Jane and I said, this is probably the most terrible day I've had in a long time <laughs> because I can't believe that I could have met Peggy Lee. And Jane repeated. She said, Yeah, and she would have loved you because you're crazy. Oh, wait a second.
1: Finish. Wait, Now I forgot what was the question I I, well, I finished you, the answer you're to you're the question. Old, I man. know. I'm gonna get a young
4: one. No, you got a young one. No, wait, I, was,
1: I was gonna say, because like you've worked with, I mean, it's not like you work with a few big people. you work with the biggest Everybody, star on the planet. Worker, so do you get every, starstruck? Is there anybody that you meet and you're like like that, that you actually, cause, because you're a star and you know so many stars, you get stars? No,
5: no, no. No, I no. mean, honestly, no. Because... No, it
1: didn't get any bigger. Because,
5: hey, because I grew up, you know, with a star in our family. My uncle had uh married one of the biggest stars of Cuba and she was always, you know, coming and going, you know, to save money, they would stay with us in our ghetto house. But anyway, I mean, there's... <laughs> name was Olga Guillot. And there's even a part of 8th Street in Miami called Olga Guillot Boulevard. And she made 87 albums in her 87 years of life. Wow. And uh, my mother actually got one of her songs finally cut on her last record called Doña Tristeza. Anyway, she was a big star. And we'd see her on TV and then we'd see her in our house. And it was kind of like, there are just people. And, yeah. you know, also if you let yourself be buy into the the image you can't help them right and so my job is to get them real and get them to really stop let go of what made them famous and start looking at what's going to be the next turn the next thing that's going to help them move forward because nobody wants to hear the same song over and over again and that's when starts go yes go
4: downhill downhill here when drive. He no, I don't get stage struck. He only has ever was, got stage struck once. I was friends with Betty Davis. Betty Davis bought a toilet seat from my store. I had, designed by Wall Illusion on Robertson Boulevard. And Betty came in looking for wallpaper for her toilet in her house, I'm not lying, in Hagenhurst. And I said, you know, this vinyl wall covering also goes over a padded toilet seat. She so said, what does that mean? So I showed her a sample of her toilet seat with the vinyl wallpaper and how soft it was. And she squeezed it and she said, that would be divine. She said, I could read my scripts in comfort. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Betty and I became buddies for something else before that. And she invited me to a party, actually Lee Winkler did. And I went to a party in her apartment and her apartment number was 4F. So I had to make a crack about that. And I said, Betty, how appropriate, four bucks. She said, exactly, darling. And then I remember her smoking a cigarette and drinking scotch at the same time. And I said to her, I've never seen anybody do that. How do you swallow scotch with with smoke in your mouth? She said, it isn't easy, but I do it. It isn't easy, Then we went to lunch a bunch of uh producers and executives who went to La Moustache in Beverly Hills, and nobody recognized her because she had a sailor hat on and big sunglasses like you and no lipstick. After lunch, <clears throat> she got a lipstick and went like this <laughs> and did the lips were, and she put her hand up and she said to the waiter, More coffee, please. Well, the Queens all right away knew it was Betty Davis it was of the voice. So all the queens came rushing over. Oh, Miss Davis, I love you. I told you. Oh, Miss Davis, she said, of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> that was Betty. She was a riot. A lot of fun. Anyway, yes, getting back to that. No, once you've met the biggest and the best, you don't, and you're in the business, you don't get taken. People answer that question all the time. What was well, that, it? That was the easiest way to get sunk,
5: you know, in a project is to, to idolize the star. And one of the things that I've realized is stars only shine because we give them the light to shine with. So they hold a mirror up. And if all these people, you know, a stadium full of people are adoring and shining their light on them, then they they glow. As soon as they stop delivering, those lights stop shutting down one by one by one by one by one. And then they're no longer stars. So the stars doesn't come from inside that person that bright light, it comes from us. That's what I truly believe. You've worked with some people that are so, like I'm a big fan of Mitch.
4: I just wanted to continue this, and you can have it. The only person I ever got excited about where I showed excitement was when I met Sister Sledge at an event. Only because that song meant so much to gay people at the time. We are family. I'm gonna cry. I hugged and I kissed her and I said, thank you so much for our song because it held us all together when a friend died of AIDS and we went to the funeral. And sometimes they would play that song in the background. We are family, remember that we have to unite and bond. So we became dear friends and I love her and I, I still see her from time to time. And she's one of the nicest people in the world one of the nicest i've ever met you know who i'm talking about do you guys so, want to meet my husband curtis yeah curtis come on in desmond did you ever write music for kathy sledge sister sledge no. Sister, no. oh she's no, before. she harsh. still sings curtis come on in let's see you and she's such Kurt. a she's such an honor to the gay community kathy sledge oh he is cute listen what are you oh
1: doing? hi what
4: are you doing like <laughs>
1: It's nice to meet you. Are you guys in Tennessee right now?
5: No, what? No, we're in Columbia, Missouri at his uh, mom's family's uh, reunion.
4: Oh, for Thanksgiving and reunion. So what's it like being married to Desmond? It's got to be a bitch, right?
5: <laughs> well, he's a quadruple Scorpio, so let's just start. There. Oh, no.
4: oh, no. No. Oh, my God. He's a
5: Scorpio, too, so. Oh, we have it. our ups and downs, but mostly ups. There you go. Good for you. It's very nice
4: to see. Who stabs who who first?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's very nice to see. I hope you guys have a wonderful
4: Thanksgiving. And listen, I hope we run into each other in Palm Springs. Absolutely. Oh, I hope so. I want to take
5: them to Paul Bar. They would love it. Oh, you would love it. Oh, my God. So we'll be back there after
4: December
5: December 27th for like a couple of weeks. And I'm going to
4: look you guys up and take you to Paul Bar. You okay. have to come over to the house. I'll cook an Italian meal for us. Excellent. Yeah. So, let's we, make sure have lot, we-, we have a lot of celebrity people here. A lot of, uh, well, as you know, if you're familiar with Palm Springs. Yeah, we know everybody. We have fun. a tremendous uh, group of uh, soap people, mostly soap oh, opera. This year, I made good friends with Lorna Luft.
5: Oh I interviewed Lorna. Uh, she's never been on this show, but Ron used to have a show
1: and she was on his show. Yeah,
5: That's Lorna. That's awesome. I know Lorna. I like Lorna. I, I she's adorable. We sat next to each other at the Clive <laughs> Davis uh pre-Grammy party. We sat next to each other. And I mean that table was like Michael Bolton, Melissa Manchester, Lorna Luft, Saya Joy, the new jazz singer, and and me. <laughs> and um, we. Yeah, have- you know,
4: Lorna happens to be an excellent performer and an excellent yeah. singer. That people don't get it. Now, her sister Liza Minnelli, I do not like. I had an encounter with Liza Minnelli. We won't go into it. It's a long story. I think Liza Minnelli is rude, crude, uncaring, and a snot. How do you know he's not best friend? I them? don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, I'm not Listen, sure. Desmond. Dish, dish, dish. I said to Lorna Luft, are you close to um, Liza? And you know what she said to me? Well, I call her when she's in Europe, but she doesn't call me back because she said she doesn't know how to use an international phone. So I said, I got it. Lorna is the nice one. Liza is not Nice.
5: Trust me. Did you ever see the video of Judy singing a a special song that was written for her called Lorna? Yes, yes. And and Lorna was a little girl and and Judy was on the side of the stage and she sang it to her like, and I think she came up and sat on the side of the stage with her and she sang it to her. It's so touching, it's so touching.
4: Well, Mm -hmm. Lorna, Lorna told me, she said, Ron, I'm a soccer mom. She said, you know, I'm not a celebrity. She lives very, very meekly. Her husband's a piano player and oh, a yeah. songwriter, I think, also, isn't he? Yeah. He plays piano and very they live, they live very, very modestly and they're not Hollywood at all. So I have, I have a question. a darling girl. I love
1: her. Uh, first of all, my first, before before I got caught up, before I want to say some of the people that you've worked with didn't become as big stars, but like I've always liked them and I didn't even know you had anything to do with them. I was a huge Mitch Malloy fan when I lived in Florida, um, you know, and, and uh, he's another one I bought because I used to have long hair and I used to like just people with the long hair. If they could sing, it was cool. They look like shit. And, uh, but no, because Mitch Malloy had long blonde hair also. You know, you had long hair and I just thought he was really cool. Um But I want to know, is, so is Michael Bolton, was he cool, like, working with? Because I love Michael Bolton. I've seen him in concert, like, five times. I thought he was great. Michael
5: Bolton has a great sense of humor, you know, and so he can also be a tough taskmaster for sure. Oh, I'm sure. You know, in in my book, you know, I talk about a few, you know, kind of, like, rough moments with Michael. But um, it's all in the book. It's all in the book. So, you guys, the book is Living on a Prayer, Big Songs, Big
1: Life. You can get it. At, if you go to Desmond.Chot on Instagram, you can find the links uh, that you can get all kinds of things. I'm sure it's also available like on Amazon and places you know like
5: that, is? right? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's everywhere. Everywhere you can... you can find a book. Uh, there okay. I am. You know who is there's, an e-book. there's an ebook too, that people can
4: get. Desmond. Yes. On the road from us lives John Barrowman. You know who he is? He and his husband, they live right now. He has a voice on him that you can't believe. Can he ever sing? John Farrowman's
1: a TV, a huge TV, Dr. Who actor, gorgeous, gay, who also performed for the Queen. And he's a big like Broadway, British Broadway. What do you call that? The West End, End. big big West End star. And
4: and he is so gorgeous. Oh, you should meet him though. He He has the most beautiful blue eyes. He came on our show. We opened the show. And there he is with a blow-up doll, tongue-kissing her.
1: (laughs) We got 10 million plays, so it was good. Uh,
0: (laughs) John
4: Barrymore is outrageous. He wears high heels. He's wild. I mean, you'll see him all over Palm Springs. He's just terrific. And he's one of our favorite people. And you should get to know him and his lover. They've been together for a long Uh,
5: time. I feel really good. You know, we bought this little vacation house. We call it our little Ken Ken dollhouse. Um, you know, we, we, we built it for ourselves, not like, oh, well, you know, everything we've done before is accommodating the children. This time we just did it for ourselves. So, um, it's, we love it there. It's it, talk, talk about modest. It really is modest, but, uh, we're right on, on the edge of a golf course. So we have the most beautiful view. And, um, so I feel free. When I'm walking in uh, Palm Springs, I do feel free. Like I am, I'm walking on
4: fr- on free l- in a free country. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Be really careful, it's not as safe as it used to be. You know, I'm here. I know. I know Palm Springs twenty-something years, and twenty years ago, Palm Springs was a shangri-la. It was absolute heaven on earth. There was no place like it. Now we have a lot of crime downtown, a lot of uh, muggings and caught. The, you know, jumping in car jacking. So if you drive a convertible like I do, be careful. You have to be careful at traffic lights because characters will jump in the car with guns. Last
1: question, because we got to go. And, and uh,
4: but be, just be careful.
5: Uh, yeah, just be careful. So uh, new music for you. Oh, new- wait, 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 hold on. I have my own skincare line. Oh, cool. oh
1: I didn't oh, know wait. that. Okay, tell us about your tell skincare
5: you line. Called Loca Skin Life. Who? Vita Loca Skin Line? Vida Loca sure, Skin Line. Can you line? a couple bottles from the, from the bathroom for me? Um, and what's, what's some, your some, friends of mine, some friends of mine said, we want to make a, a cosmetic line for you. And I said, oh, well, okay. Brad Pitt made one. The only thing is if you use his skincare line, you look like him. You end up <laughs> looking like him. Looking like Brad Pitt. What, but, what's your eyes are like? Oh, it's so light.
4: It's so good. Wait, 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 Because in Palm Springs, you use a lot of moisturizer because of the dry days. There we go. There we Desmond go. go. Desmond Child,
5: Vita, Vita Loca Skin Life, Vita the facial skin life. And there's an oil. There's an oil that goes with it. Wait, I, I don't know how to do this. That's,
1: no, that's fine. And how do people find out about it? Where do they go to find Just,
5: that? Uh, Vita Loca Skin dot com. And then L- you'll read all about it. It's all natural ingredients, no parabens, no preservatives, no nothing. And uh, our slogan is, skin has no gender. And (laughs) it's also also he, 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 she, they, them, us. There you go. For everybody. Right. We're we're sort of doing a soft launch now. And we're hoping that, you know, people will, you know, discover it in word of mouth. Uh, But it's, I wanted to do something for our community. And, um, you know. I haven't told Ricky Martin about it yet
4: because yeah. gonna... <laughs> of that name. I think right. that's, I, that's what I thought immediately. Yeah. No. Well, you, what know, you What do you call home? Tennessee.
5: Tennessee.
4: Tennessee.
5: Nashville, Tennessee is our is our main, you a know. A lot of people
4: room. we know move there. Yeah. You know. A friend of ours just opened up a studio there. Uh, what's the name's husband? Yeah,
1: I know. I can't think of his name. I mean, now that you say it, I can't think of his name. Well, because we only got a second. I just want to say it. New music. Uh, do you have new music coming? Your music, not other people's, but you have new, um, yes, new I, your music coming out?
5: Well, I have, um, of course, this Jojo Siwa coming up with Karma's a Bitch, but I have a, um, you know, with Desmond Chandler Rouge, we've been making new music. We just haven't released it all yet, but okay. it's, it's really cool, like modern music. And also we're doing a tribute album uh, now uh, for Laura Nero of Laura Nero's music.
1: Yeah, okay, that's right. I remember you said and that. Oh, so okay. it's
5: going to be beautiful voices and just piano, like just piano and like really stripped down so people can really hear the, how gorgeous our voices are together. So we're working on it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just you know, working on my documentary too, my career documentary. So uh-huh. we've been, we've been what they call banking, doing all these interviews with Paul Stanley, John Stamos, Diane Warren, John uh, Stamos. Yeah, a very close friend of ours. And very so close. he was sweet enough to do it. Rita Wilson, um, you know, very beautiful friends. And um, next year we'll have a documentary out of my my career i mean it's like this is this is it reaching that 70 mark you know i had to finally start consolidating my legacy and so but a lot of opportunities are coming my way so it's one of those things in music it doesn't matter everything you did in the past really it doesn't nobody cares and in fact you're that old guy that did that long ago right but that's why i don't agree with that but the thing is that every day you wake up, you reinvent yourself. You get yes. up, you have to start your career over again, almost from scratch. In fact, it would be easier if you were starting from scratch because you're only new once, right? Uh-huh. Right. No, you're you're right. right. I love it. But, All right, so. but
4: to be a classic is a great honor. And very few are classics like Johnny and Barbara. Uh, They're classic people they'll be and you, and you. you'll you'll be around names stay forever if they're important names I mean I could throw Joan Crawford Betty Davis Clark Abel and everybody knows them but I can't talk about the actors of today because we have them on the show and I say to Jimmy who is it I don't know who they are <laughs> and he said oh the most popular actor this one has got awards I said who the fuck is it ever heard the name so, you, you know, know. I, I have
5: one thing I can brag about. Last year, my my song, Live in La Vida Loca, was inducted into the Library of Congress Registry of Recorded Music.
1: There you go. There That's you
5: go. You were,
1: and you were inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2008. Yeah. I co-founded so, so the
5: know. Latin Songwriters Hall of Fame. We're in our 11th year. I so like I love all that. I'm on the board of ASCAP. So I do all this, uh, you know, work to help, uh, you know, with songwriters rights and, and all of that kind of stuff. And I love it. I love working uh, for ASCAP and uh, representing us. And now we have a big fight on our hands, which is A.I., scary. Yeah.
1: I have that in the acting so yeah, a lot. No,
5: this is really bad because they took all our music off of Spotify. They scraped it, put it into their machine, and then they say, "Well, it's fair use, but it's not fair use because it's not because they're charging a subscription price to be able to have access to it. So they're selling our content, and we now, get we don't we want consent, we want credit, and we want compensation." You should get it.
1: I'm on TikTok a lot, and there's this commercial all the time now where you can use AI to sing people's songs and sound just like them, and and, and you have to pay for the service and stuff. It's a, it's a terrible. You know so the, the
5: world gotta, is gotta fight that we got to fight that all the way, yeah,
1: all the way. We got to go, we got to go. So everybody, guys, go.
5: Up, you guys, thank you so
1: much. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Listen, we'll see you. We'll have have a great, happy Thanksgiving. The best to your children. I'll we'll see you
5: in Palm Springs. Okay, promise.
1: Absolutely. I've got your phone number and your email, absolutely. so we're good. All right. Thank you. See you, Jasmine
4: and bye. Bye. Curtis. 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 Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Bye. 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 All right, everybody. Real quick, before we bring on our next guest, I want to you know, play. We have such nice people. I want to play a song real quick. We're yeah. nice. No, we got to go. We're running late here. Uh, this is. We do have such nice people. Desmond Child is a great people. You guys, three hundred million records is no big deal when you think about it realistically. Hardly anybody has been a part of three hundred million records. There's probably only ten people in the world, um, of which Johnny Mathis and Frank Sinatra would be two of them. So well, it's he's very a, cool. He's a very he's a very, very, big very deal. important person in the music world. And so this is the, the song the song that I think is the most romantic, fabulous song ever. It's called You're the Story of My Life. We're gonna play it, and when we get done playing it, we'll be back with our second guest, Stavros us. Enjoy, everybody.
3: When I turn back all the pages My life through all the stages It's been you through all the changes I've been through It was always you there to make me be strong And helping me to hold on through it all It was your love that got me through the night the sorrow, but I know that I will follow you, cause I'm lost without your love.
1: That was Desmond Child. Now we're gonna bring on our next guest. Let's bring them on and see if we can hear everything good. And let's bring them on, Juan. Hello, Stavros. How you doing?
2: Hello. Oh. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking.
1: Good. So how do I pronounce your last name?
2: Uh you pronounced it uh correctly. Bat Batras. Ba- Sabra- ba- 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 ba-
1: Batras, okay.
2: All right, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Juan Russell, actor, stand-up comedian, Stavros Batras. Hello and welcome to the show. Kalimera. Whoa, nice, nice.
4: Uh, right now here it's uh, Kalinichta because it's uh, almost midnight. But my, okay, my, but here it's not. So it's and if it's more than one person, it's Kalimera sus. Yeah, more than, more yeah. Than, Sagapo. I love you. And I could say um, tikanish. Yeah, how are you? Good. That's all I know in Greek. I <laughs> don't know <laughs> anything.
2: My learn. Zi- um, yeah, food, you know. Food. Food, yeah. Okay. The so right,
0: this is
1: my cool outrageous man about town co-host Ron Russell. Hello and welcome to the show.
4: So where are you in Greece? Hello.
2: Where? Uh, I'm in a small city, uh Karditza. I think you might know it. Uh it's in center Greece in Thessaly. Um and recently we've been hit by a flood. Uh it, It was called uh, Daniel, very bad weather, and
4: everything around the city was uh, flat. Yes. My sister married a Greek man, and that's how I know Greek, because we had a Greek family coming in, and one woman was called Mary Malios Despina Despina Batitis. And my brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. my brother-in-law was Evangoli So they were Greek and I love Greek food. I love the grape leaves with the meat. <clears throat> oh
2: know- yeah, 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 yeah. So real uh, quick, people in the chat room, say hello to the people in the chat room. Hello everyone. Hello everyone. Hope you're having a, a nice day. I wish you happy Thanksgiving. Yes uh, so I wanna
1: know I want to know okay because you right now you're in Greece but you've been in Los Angeles because I actually read yeah. online that you've performed in Los Angeles New York and uh, in Greece um, so you're a, yeah. you're a stand-up comic I want to know a little bit of your story How did you because you're represented by CAA that's like the biggest stars in the world How in the hell did you the little Greek Slow, guy slowly? he's okay how did, the, how did the little Greek guy come to America and get represented by the agency that everybody wants but nobody can get?
2: Um, well, everything really happened uh, so quick. Uh, I did send a video at Chocolate Sunday's Comedy Show uh, where you sent a video like uh, an audition. Yes. And if they like you, could get booked to do a show, a three-minute show in which uh the audience and uh, all the judges uh, vote so that they make the big step and perform at La factory hollywood
1: oh wow that's big laugh yeah, factory so the biggest go- in the world
4: now when you are so, here when you are here is your english better uh yeah i try
2: to improve my english uh, day by day you know
4: because i used to work for 46 years as a stand-up comic. And I know that it's so important when you say a joke to make sure that everyone understands the joke, otherwise they won't laugh. So how do you do that by transferring from Greek to English? You think in Greek and then you
2: speak in English. No, no, no. Uh, I write everything in English, uh, my texts are in English, so I don't translate, uh, you know, last minute before the show. I always, you know, uh, prepare my texts.
4: Memorize. Yeah. yeah, I memorize everything in English. Because when I speak in English, people find me funny. But when I'm in Italy, and I say the same thing in Italian, they don't think it's funny. They think I'm stupid. Uno stupido, io sono stupido. Sono stupido, proprio uno stupido. I know a little Italian.
2: I know a little Italian.
4: Ah, un italiano. Parlo poco italiano. un po' con poco un poco, un poco uh, italiano. Va bene, bene. I
2: know uh Spanish, German, English, uh Russian and Wow, now I began to and I began to learn uh Korean. Wow.
4: So okay. I, I when I was in Greece, uh I stayed with my family's relatives and I stayed in uh Athens and then I went yeah. I went to Rhodes, Rhodes. Oh Rhodes, yeah, 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 the islands. Uh, yeah. Very very beautiful. Very yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Rhodes is
2: one of the most beautiful islands here in uh, Greece. Just beautiful. So how did you decide that you wanted to be an actor and a comedian? Because also you have a couple movies that we'll talk
4: about. Oh wait, I want to say yeah. That. Yeah. wait, one thing. Rhodes, they said had witches. You know what witches are? Yeah, 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 no, I know, I know, I know. And if a witch looks at you, you 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 have to do this, I think. poo or something. I forgot what. But it's full of witches. So where I carry a blue beard, bead. Around round blue bead. I yeah. Know. So the witches won't put an evil spell on you. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know, know, know that. Rhodes
2: is the island of witches. Yeah. I knew that it had, it, it had witches, but I didn't know this
4: uh, urban legend that you sure. talked about. When I was there, they said, the women, the old ladies, they said, here's the blue beads on a string. Wear this so the witches can't put a spell on you. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. So how did you decide you are going to come to America
2: and become a comedian? Well, you're already a comedian, I guess, before, but how did you
1: decide you were going to do all of that?
2: Uh, I decided to do this uh, huge step to come, you know, uh, to the other corner of the the earth because uh, here in Greece, uh, money isn't enough, and also, uh, you know, Gris, Gris uh, gave birth to, you know, all the arts. Uh, the acting, the stand-up comedy, drama, but now, uh, recently, they uh, made the degree of, you know, being an actor. They made it just as equal to, you know, just finish school. Okay. So uh, a friend of mine, an actor, wrote a nice quote, and he said that uh, if actor means light, then they just uh, turn the whole uh, um, country into darkness. Right. So
1: you so came. I, how long were you here? I, I, how, long, how long did you? How long were you in LA? Because I wrote down that you you studied at Stella Adler School of Acting. Like that's.
2: Yeah. I did uh three semesters at Stella Adler Academy uh of acting. Uh a friend of mine an actor, you might know him Yorgos Karamijos.
1: No, I don't know him.
2: What's his name? No. Karamijos. No. No, uh, well, he's he a... might know his face but we don't
4: know him
1: by
0: well, name. Tell
4: him who we do know, who we just met. What's his name? Last <laughs> week. The Greek animal. Oh, uh no, but we just we went to a, a
1: a premiere in uh with Costas Mandalore, who's Greek. You know Costas Mandalore? Costas and Costas and, and Yeah, uh, I think, he's I from think so. movies yeah. and a bunch of big movies. Costas, there's two of them. The other one is in the uh My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Uh the, one of the brothers is is in that and the other one is the horror movie actor.
4: Um, yeah. Now, you have to know Melita McCoury. She was a big star in Greece. <laughs> Big big star Melina McCauri and Jules Dassan, who was her husband. He's young though. How old are you? Yeah. You're young, right? I'm 28. I'm 28.
5: Yeah, so, so you're young.
4: But is is do people still know who Melina McCauri was in Greece? Do they remember her? No. No. See that? That's a shame. Because Italy yeah. Italy has Sophia Lauren, and I wonder. Ten years from now, if people will remember Sophia Loren, it's a shame because Melina McCrory was a
2: wonderful actress. Because if we don't remember our past, we have no future.
4: Exactly. And Melina McCrory won an Academy Award for Never on a Sunday, which was a great movie. So actually, though, you've done some. While
1: you were here, you've done stuff with a lot of people that we know. You did a movie called "The Demons Within." Deborah Foreman is in it. She's been on our show many times. Uh, BJ Mezick is yeah.
0: yeah. BJ
1: Mezik's a very good friend of ours. Vincent Ward. I'm doing a movie with him right now.
2: And um, uh, so, do you like horror movies? Uh yeah, sure. I like uh, movies. Uh, I just. Oh. Scary, scary. You like horror? How do you say horror? Do you not? Horror, 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 horror movie. Horror, horror.
1: <laughs> what, what are some horror movies that you like? Do you have any other big ones in Greece that are big here?
2: Uh, no, here in Greece, not so many movies are being shot, you know? But uh, the ones that I like is more like the Conjuring. Yeah. Uh, Annabelle, I like this kind of uh, you know, with exorcisms uh, and all this stuff. yes. do you like Chucky? Yeah do you like Chucky Chucky?
1: Uh child a yeah. little guy a little guy with the orange
2: hair who kills? I like Chucky yeah, 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 yeah. Chucky. Yeah, 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 the uh, with red hair.
1: yeah, with the red hair. yes. um
2: yeah, I very like- nice movie.
1: So you also are in a short you did with Dinner with the God of War, which I'm I'm friends with uh, Robert Bess and Gerald Pyro Johnson. like. Uh, and then I see that you're you're in a bunch of movies with people that we're going to be working with on other films. Um, the Lost Ship. Lee Ehrenberg is going to be in a film that we're doing called Death uh, what, 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 Film. Artie Lang. Which film is it? The Lost Ship. It's his, the film he's in. But, but the people in it are going to be in Death Realm, some of them. Oh,
4: but we're not in the same No, world. we're not
1: in this one. Sandy Johnson has been on the show. Uh, Al Burke's a friend of ours. John Fiore is a friend of ours. Um, yeah, John. So you're getting into a lot of... You're starting to get into more movies. Are you planning on coming back to the States?
2: Uh, yes, I'm planning to getting back to the States. I'm just waiting, you know, because of the uh, actor strike. Yes. Yes. Uh, all the visas, the O-1 visa that I wanted to apply, uh were you know like postponed because of this strike? And now they're starting to get you know back back in action. So I think that by April or maybe uh June I'll be uh able to know if my visa is approved or not.
4: You know what? Forget about it, just come here. Everybody does it now. <laughs> Anybody that wants to can come to America. So forget about the visa. Fuck it. I will come here. <clears throat> come, come on. Here I will walk through the water. <laughs> yeah, go to Mexico and walk into California.
2: Why not? I'll try to get my girlfriend too. Because uh, you know, not without all... my girlfriend. Well, bring your girlfriend. Bring your family. It don't matter. <laughs> Everybody's. Here. Oh, I think she's watching us. I think she's watching us. What's your girlfriend's name? Uh, Anastasia.
1: Anastasia. Hello, hello. It's so nice to meet
2: you. She's Russian. No, no, no. She's Greek. Greek Anastasia. Anastasia. Anastasia.
1: I, I like Anastasia. love it. So, who are some of your? Do you have comedians that you like li- like a lot? Who are some of the comedians that you like a lot that you follow?
2: Um, some of the comedians that I like, uh, Axel Blake, uh huh. Uh, he won't be Britain's Got Talent. Uh, I also like that fan, we've performed together, he's like a legend. Uh, of course, I like Angelo Tarujas, you know, you, I'm sure you know him, yes. Yeah, Angelo, uh, have you heard of Matt also- Rife Do you know who Matt Rife is?
1: Ronnie matt rife m-a-t-t-r-i-f-e hey, matt
2: of course of course i've heard of him uh he's also read by uh caa yeah but, he's, uh, i haven't seen him uh, in person yet
1: he's hilarious i think he's one of the funniest yeah. comedians out there right now um and and he just got signed to caa recently because he sells out his show so fast he got in trouble though yesterday for something
2: i don't know what like, yeah I saw I saw that he got in trouble I think because of a joke that he said about women.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I'm not sure.
2: He always though says
1: stuff that's controversial and that's why You know, what? it's a like shame. Him.
4: It's a shame because when I did stand-up comedy, we could say whatever we wanted and it was fun. Today everybody gets offended, they think it's terrible. You know, I tell them all to go fuck themselves and I say what I want. I don't care what they think. You don't like it? Shut up and don't listen. But if you like yeah, it, you know. There's lots of gardens. there's lots of cards out there.
1: Yes. Actually, they're saying B. Claudia is in Germany. She says hello, by the way. And she says Axel Blake from BGT is really, really good. Um, I like Lewis Black, too, which you might not know him because he's old. Oh, wow. I like the old. Uh, like, I think he's probably one yeah. of the funniest actors out there. Uh, funniest comedians who could be an actor. So what do you like doing better? Do you like comedy better or do you like acting better or you don't care, you like them both?
2: No, I like stand-up comedy much more uh, because you know when I do stand-up comedy, I get on stage and I get to be the director, I get to be the screenwriter, I get to be everything. I do everything my own. When I'm in a movie, uh, I follow the orders from the director. I read someone else's, uh, you know, script. I'm okay. I'm okay. Of course, I'm okay uh, if I'm in the movie. But I prefer silent comedy because uh, uh, Ron uh, must will understand me when the laughter, When you see people laugh and get so much energy, feel yes.
0: He's saying he does
2: it all the energy of
1: the audience he likes it and you yeah. like that too now
4: listen I remember I used to have 350 people in a dining room in a nightclub back in when I worked we had nightclubs you know what a nightclub is? a nightclub
2: yeah yeah yeah
4: okay you Go had 100 200 300 people and you knew right away if you were a hit because of the first joke, if they're gonna like you. That gives you the speed and the want to do more. Then when they applaud, or do whatever, you know that you've done it, you get better and better and better. Mm -hmm. Were you nervous the first time you did it? I can't stand this language. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Excuse me for my language, but literally I shit my pants when I did it for the first time.
4: No, I didn't. I went out there and I just, I didn't want to stop. The first time I did it with a big audience, they said, Ron, get off, get off. And I wouldn't get off. I stayed there and they kept yelling, get off, get off, get off the stage. I wouldn't, I didn't want to leave. I was so happy. Uh, Do you mean, sorry, do you
2: mean uh, if I got, if I got nervous, if if I got nervous when I performed in Greek or uh, in English? Oh, well, you probably don't get
1: nervous in Greek, right? Because you speak Greek so fluently. No,
2: you can get nervous in anything. Well, at least yeah, in Greek. No, in Greek I didn't get nervous at all. In Greek I don't get nervous at all. But uh, when I performed in English, yeah, my first time. Yeah. So, do you? Are you performing in Greece now?
1: Uh, while you're there, are you able to perform?
2: Uh, right now, uh, I'm not performing because my father has a health problem uh, and I'm trying to be next to him because it's a serious problem. So, Okay, yeah. so we're sending good positive
1: vibes to yeah. your family. That's nice, though, that you're taking care of your family. Family always comes first.
2: Thank you. Yes, family. Yeah, always- of course, of course, of course. First, uh, every time,
4: every time. La familia, la familia, la familia. Sempre la familia. La familia. La familia so you guys too. You can,
1: you can follow uh, Stavros. You can follow him on Instagram. He's I am, S-T-A-V-R-A-K-I-S. I am Stavrakis. Uh, yes. Him. You're
0: Greek.
1: You can You're follow him on Instagram. Yes, I'm not good with the Greek. We actually went, though, uh, recently we saw my big fat Greek wedding three that takes place in Greece, but we didn't like it. It wasn't any good. The movie wasn't really good, but it takes place in Greece. It was beautiful. Everything looked beautiful, but the movie was terrible. It wasn't any fun. You should
2: visit uh, Mykonos. You should visit uh, Samos. There are so many islands in the summer.
4: Santorini. I've been to Santorini. Yeah, Mykonos is beautiful. You know where I want to go? uh, Most beautiful sunsets in the world. Yeah, I want to go to Malta. Have you ever been to Malta? Malta. 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 No. no, Malta's not in Greece, though, is no, it? No, Malta's um, off of, between Israel and Greece.
0: Okay, Malta,
4: yeah. Island of Malta. I want to go to Malta. I've been... I've never to, been there. Oh. i been there. I, and then, of course, we have in Italy, uh, as uh, Isola Esmeralda, Emerald uh, Holiday yeah yeah, very too Ura, uh,
0: bello.
1: Also, say hi to B Claudia because she's <coughs> saying how she thinks you're very attractive and easy to listen to. She likes listening.
2: To you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I,
1: I like love it. So, so I think uh, so you guys again follow Stavros. Um we need to uh, when you come when you come back we'll come to one of your shows in LA when you like actually yes. come back to the US cuz we go there all we live in Boston,
0: so we're like an hour and a half away but we He's go talking there a lot. Too quickly.
2: No he gets it it's a problem. It's not that he doesn't understand. I mentioned that uh, uh, after the audience votes I got selected to do my own show at La Factory. And so when are you doing So uh, it? when I, when I Yeah, when I get the exact date of when I'm doing it. Uh, of course, you were invited. Of course, you're invited. Thank you. Thank you. That's, so, you won a
1: contest to get that, then, right?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and the other three comics.
1: Okay. Because that's a big deal, Laugh Factory. I think that's the biggest comedy club in America. Yeah,
2: it's a, it's a very big deal. It's a very big deal. Uh, I wasn't so stressed when I performed, When you know, about the audience. I was with the judges because all these people have performed there. Uh, you know, they have the experience. So that's why I was like,
1: Oh, he froze. Okay. we froze there a second. Okay. So, um, so everybody, please follow Stavros. We'll keep you posted on. He's a friend of mine on Facebook. You can find him on Facebook under his name. Stavros Patras. Um, we want to, uh, wish all the best of health to your father.
4: Uh, yes, while same you're same there same.
1: and when you come back to when you come back to america we'll come and see you in la uh, i'm sure we'll see you at premieres anyway because we run in the same circles and we know a lot of the same people
2: yeah yeah we have so many mutual friends
1: yeah so we have a lot of mutual friends so we want to wish you the best with all of that and um Thanks so much. Uh, and, and we'll talk to you on facebook
2: <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> yeah
1: all right have a good one staros thank you so much Arrivederci. Arrivederci.
2: Arrivederci. Thank you so much. I wish you all the best to you, to the audience. Best wishes. I love you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. So, um,
1: bye-bye. So, I want to play another Desmond Child song, and then we'll do our Thanksgiving uh, little goodbyes, because we'll have a couple minutes left. So, you guys, this is Love on the Rooftops. This was a big hit for, for Desmond Child. I think you guys will like it. Uh, Here it is, take it away. And it's an old video, you guys, because the song is old, but, but I think you'll like it, so check it out. Here's Desmond Child, Love on a Rooftop.
3: the sand now we're...
1: desmond child love on a rooftop you guys now we're sitting with the dog we got five minutes left to go so we'll talk about something fun exciting and interesting me (laughs) actually i'm watching a cool tv show you guys on the cw i didn't know they had an app it's called family law i love lawyer shows so if you like it it's got victor garber in it and a bunch of cool people and um Christmas is coming up. I hope everybody's excited. I hope everybody's going to have a fun. I hope I get better by Christmas. You'll be better. I Look at the dog. So. The way he stares at you—it's unbelievable. Because he loves
4: me. When yeah, the so, dog is so cute. He loves me. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes. You know what a nice Christmas gift is—to go to your local uh, dog shelter and adopt a little beautiful boy. Look at this beautiful boy. Look at this baby. Look at that sweet face, Mm. he's the best. They give you such love, such devotion. You know, if you're single and you live alone, nothing worse than coming home to an empty apartment or home when you open the door and you walk in, and there's nobody there to greet you. If you have a little guy like this, he'll be there to greet you and jump all over you and make you feel loved or make you feel welcome in your own home. Actually, you guys know Twiz and White, Piece. He wrote the song, our closing
1: song for the show, good friend of mine and ours of the show. What's
4: the to do adopting a
1: dog? He just adopted a bulldog, a black bulldog. It's a beautiful, beautiful dog. Um, he's living in Niagara Falls, I think.
4: Uh, he moved to Niagara Falls?
1: Yeah, I think he's in Niagara Nobody Falls.
4: lives in Niagara Falls. Uh,
1: well, someplace near Niagara Falls. Oh. And uh, he's going to school and doing a bunch of cool things. And... Uh, his dog is beautiful. It's black and white, uh, but it's a bulldog. And also, you guys, um, you guys, everybody knows Tony Moore. We've had him on the show a million times. And today, he released a brand new song called "Blood and Roses." I think is what it's called. And the music video is amazing. Check it all out. It's basically uh, based on a story that was told to him by Meatloaf. and um, Meatloaf's involvement when JFK got assassinated, which is like... So where's the, the fun and jokes
4: and laughter you talked about? And uh, Five minutes of fun, laughter, joke. No, I'm telling people to go see things. Well, you're the one who's the funny one. I'm not wow. the funny one. Well, I'm not funny all the time. I am
1: sensible. <laughs> That's why I'm telling people though cool. cool things when that we they want to go see. When we
4: talk about dogs... So When we talk about rescuing dogs, I get very serious. And you had a segue into Twism with the bulldog, getting away from what I was talking about, adopting a little cat or dog. You know, cats make wonderful pets also. I love cats. If you ever walk through a dog shelter and you look at the eyes of these dogs, you see such pain, such loneliness, such wanting they're screaming, please adopt me, adopt me. That's what they do. You look at them in their eyes, just say, adopt me. I want to be with you. I want to come home. I want to love you. I wish, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish I had a, a country of my own and I would take all of the uh, rescue dogs and put them in that country and make them all happy. I mean, I just love dogs so much that I, I, my heart breaks when I see them alone in a cage, especially at Thanksgiving or Christmas when they should be with a family.
1: Absolutely.
4: So please think about it. Don't don't say, oh, they're messy, they're this, they're work. Yeah, they are, but they're worth it.
1: Absolutely. So this dog it. brings so much joy to our <clears throat> family. It's not even funny. He the-
4: sleeps under my chin. I sleep sideways, and he curls up right here, and he presses his head here, and I hear him go, uh, uh, uh. and we talk back and forth. He's like my little son. In the morning, he sits there looking at me while I open my eyes, and the first thing I see is him sitting there, staring at me.
1: Waiting for you to open my eyes. Waiting for mine
4: to open my eyes. I say, come on, Daddy, let's get up. We gotta get our day started. I couldn't... You know, I think of, God forbid, how old he is, because we don't know. He was a rescue. But I'm only hoping and praying that they weren't lying when they said he was two years old.
1: Because even now we've had him, what, three years or four years
0: already? Yeah,
4: because if anything ever happened to Astro, I would go out of my mind. I know it sounds crazy, corny and dramatic and stupid, but it's not. He is absolutely one of the most important things in my life. Hi, Astro. I, I love him so much.
1: He's the coolest dog ever. Yeah, And so is Brandy, who's sleeping on the floor
5: over here. She's She's
4: too big to pick up, you guys. Yeah, she just is where we are, she is. She's so dedicated also. She follows us around the house. She's sweet. Animals are beautiful things. You know, if you're religious, and I'm not, but if you are, you know that the Lord made animals for us to take care of. You know that. And any good Christian... Would take care of an animal because it's doing Jesus's job, you know, making Jesus happy. So you gotta like love it. So adopt,
1: adopt, adopt the dog, adopt the dog rescues. They need homes. It's, it's
4: the Christian thing to do. And or, they will love or, you forever. Or the whatever religion love you you are thing to do.
1: All right, everybody. So this is the end of the show. Happy Thanksgiving. Please happy have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We'll
4: see you guys next week. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. And eat a good meal tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Happy. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we in
3: the mix. Yeah, we in the
1: mix, it's another episode, here we go, the Jimmy Star Show, with Ron Russell, interviewing the
3: hottest, newest, and you was up to the celebrities, make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly, Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool, Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude, Share room is live
2: and you would be a fool, not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show, with Ron Russell, come watch it live on W4CY Radio, miss some past episodes, download our iTunes, the Jimmy
3: Star Show, we Ron Russell, it's the
0: Jimmy Star Show, we're Ron Russell. Oh,